ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, We're children really of all ages. <laughs> Welcome this back is a friendship that into never, our end, until multiverse. Just had to start off with that. <laughs> yeah. We'll Even get... though we'll get to that later. <laughs> but I mean, it just happened today, Welcome so it's back. fresh on our minds, you know, but that'll be for later. We're back. Father. Son. Our multiverse. He, he's the father. I'm the son. Just just in case you misinterpreted that. And I mean, yeah. What are our names? I don't know. I don't know. I got, I got many. So, yeah. If you listened, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tune in more just often. Just call me father. All right? <laughs> Anyways. Who is your daddy? Oh, oh all right. No, that's Shotzi Blackheart. She's your daddy. That's so. I can't even. I can't claim that. Yeah, that's true. That's Shotzi's thing. Just let her have her thing. <laughs> Lots of stuff going on as usual. Again, amount boards, wrestling. MCU's got a little. Well, actually, yeah. There's some news there. Tiny bit. But uh, what we're really excited about to get started with, training camp. Has gotten underway Woo-hoo! for the Seahawks. Finally, uh, getting back into the swing of football talk. Go Hawks! And I know other fans are like, "No, I don't like the Seahawks." So go, I guess, your other teams. Yay for you guys! But we're gonna win. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> we're gonna beat you. But yeah, we're gonna beat you, especially if you're. But whoop. There was oh the the Colts because I was gonna say the Colts because Wentz is hurt again. Yeah, and people like they don't know how severe, and so people were talking about you know Jacob Eason could be the quarterback when we play him. But I'm like, yeah, but you don't. I know. would love that to be honest. I know I want to see Eason play. Yeah, you I want to know. He sat for a year. Mm-hmm. How do you know he's not gonna come out there and just light it up? I hope not against. Yeah, us. Yeah, not against us. Yeah, but be, you can be decent. It's no offense to Wentz, but. You know, I was hoping to see Eason this year. Once yeah. Rivers retired, it was like, oh, sweet. You know, Eason's going to take over. And then they're like, nah, we don't like him. <laughs> I don't know if they don't really like him, but they definitely... They, I, I'm sure Frank Reich, someone else. like he saw Carson Wentz available and they are like, get him. Yeah. Get him. And now they don't know what... And now they're going out to him like, why did you tell us to get him? I know, didn't... <laughs> No, he was still under contract, right? So they just took on his contract. They didn't extend him. I don't think. Once? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they like did some sort of extension. Yeah, or but they still, you know, he was what? he had a solid contract, so mm-hmm. he had a big deal. So, anyways, sort of a big deal. Wentz and the Colts. We'll, we'll no get to Colts, them when the season starts. No self-respecting Colts fan listens to this podcast, <laughs> but. The Hawks. So, you know, what are the stories of the first few days of camp? One is Rashad Penny supposedly looking so great. Mm-hmm. Come in great shape, just looking really He's good. He's like slimmed down a little bit, apparently. So a lot of people are excited about him. I'm Look, it's great to hear. I I do, you know, training camp, you want to hear great things. Mm-hmm. It, But you're, you're going to hear great things unless there's something wrong. No matter what, right? You're always going to hear the and positive. And you, you'll tell. Yeah, so, you know, but with Penny, until he plays the whole season, you just got your fingers crossed, you know? So, I'm glad he looks great and healthy and everything, and I obviously 
we want him to be as you know as healthy and the best he's ever been so i hope that happens but i'm not overly excited about that just because there's too many questions there um what was the other one one was daryl taylor yeah talking about how explosive he looks but then when i heard uh, i don't remember who it was who was talking about how you know <clears throat> he just has to get the mental side of the you know the game down was it dunlap yeah that's right it was thank you dunlap saying you know i gotta you know give him these pointers and stuff so that makes you kind of a little worried you're like yeah he's explosive and that's great but how good is he you know is is he gonna recognize things and all that but yeah but with him for me hearing any good news was great because he's basically a rookie this year Mm -hmm. you had a lot of you know there's a good amount of hype when we initially got him last year and then you know you hear he has to go out and it's like dang you know you wanted to see him out there and the season goes on and he didn't get a chance to be out there so going into this season you're like he could be a big part you know you're just concerned so hearing you know what you're hearing right now is like okay here we go he's he's getting into it this is gonna be great yeah Yeah, like Dunlop was saying just work out some of this stuff and and boom well and you know we were listening to uh some show i don't even remember what it was oh danny and gallant and uh i had never heard of those guys in my life before you put that they're on on a 710 espn radio i don't listen to their show very often but it's mainly because of time i don't Mm. mind them the ones that i usually hear when i'm in my car listening to the radio i don't actually like theirs is okay like i said like seattle sports radio does bother me a lot (laughs) Mm -hmm. but they're pretty good but you know i think it was gallant he was saying that I don't know, I think both of them were just saying it's not a good thing for him to be such a hyped pass rusher and to be moved to strong side linebacker. And they were kind of, you know, questioning that. And I said to you, I'm like, I kind of think it's a good thing because they know he has this talent and they want him on the field as much as possible. Whereas the defensive line, you have all these guys in the mix you know, I'm going to say his name first this time. Rasheem Green. There you go. <laughs> I swear we put some respect him. on his name. And I was like, how can I forget Rasheem? Love Rasheem. You know, you got Puna, you got Dunlap, you got Robinson, you got, and we forgot that Al Woods was back. You got Moan, you got, you know, Collier, you got, I mean, you just Benson. got Benson. You got Benson Miller. You got all, you know, you've got all these guys in the rotation on the line. And so, you know, maybe Taylor was going to get lost in the shuffle in you know we want a rotation like i've talked about it for years like you want a really good rotation but they can have that really good rotation without him and so if he's really explosive and he's just so fast and you want that speed and you can keep him on the field at all times and then also let him loose whenever you feel like it on the pass rush then you move him to strong side i mean i actually think it's a great move Mm -hmm. you want your best players on the field. And so you find ways to do it. And they're find, finding a way to do it. And hopefully, you know, he gets all that mental stuff down and, you know, wins the job and plays great. Because, you know, he could win the job and then get benched after two weeks because he doesn't play good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know, It happens all the time. So 
but uh yeah they're talking a lot about the corners in yeah. that battle and you know the main thing that i took out of it was you know pete basically said we can't there's no contact we're not in pads so it's really hard they all look really good yeah but we're not in pads and we can't do contact and all these other things and so nobody's really made any separation and i'm fine with that uh oh jamal showing up jamal adams showing up without yeah, that's a contract great. and just just being there is huge i love that i mean we all wanted him to be signed by now and to actually be participating but i was really worried he wasn't going to be there at least being there he's he's seeing what everybody's doing he's seeing what everybody has he's telling people to their face oh say, in this situation i'm going to do this yeah and in, so be you know, aware you figure he's out there he's talking to coaches and people other veterans and whatnot yeah yeah just everybody just all the all the corners and he's like if you win the just job the defense. and you're on the field with mm. me <laughs> in this situation i might do this or i will do this if <laughs> i see this i'm going to do this so you better be prepared for that cuz i'm going to blitz so you better jump back so you know like it's just those little things they really matter and you know i talked about blair looking really good and him and i i missed blair last year when he went down oh, it was man, so heartbreaking I wanted him to be there the whole time. That's the reason, he's the reason, one of the main reasons I am so optimistic about the secondary, even though there's a lot of questions. Specifically the corners without Shaquille. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I'm assuming that Jamal's going to be done and everything's going to be fine. So I'm just assuming that. Mm -hmm. And if, it isn't if, if Blair stays healthy, but it's not like he's always hurt. You know, he, he got hurt last year, unfortunately. But we'll see if he's going to be one of those guys who's always hurt, right? But if, if he wins the job, and I don't even think he necessarily has to win the job. He's going to see the field. Mm-hmm. And again, he's another guy. Like, it's no offense to Ugo. Everybody. I think everybody likes Ugo, right? Yeah. Ugo. <laughs> you know? I but, love Ugo. But if you have Blair out there with Adams, you know, with Diggs, and you know, with those linebackers, you got Brooks, you got Wagner, <laughs> you got possibly Taylor. That speed and that physicality. I was gonna say the power. <laughs> then, oh man, they can be very intimidating. Exactly, and that's what I'm just so looking forward to. You know, but we obviously camp just started. Got to see how it all shapes up, right? Mm-hmm. But who else was there? Now I can't really remember. I know that Ethan. I'm, I always mess up his name. Pochich. I butcher his name every time we're on the pod, or I can't even get it out. But if I just talk about him regularly, and I we're say just, it, we're just, just chilling in like the living room or something, and you bring him up, it's fine. Yeah, I just say it. And then every time we're on this, I'm like, uh, Ethan P. Yeah, Ethan P. You know, he got a hamstring injury, so we'll see how that lingers. Yeah. But hopefully, nothing serious. Eskridge. A lot of uh, oh, Eskridge being on the pup was awful. Did we talk about that? Last I was. Week? I thought we talked about I it. Remember. I wasn't. I was thinking about it in my head. I was gonna. No, I think we kinda... just talked about it when we were watching training camp. I think that was the first time that I. Oh. About it. it was because yeah. we were in here. <laughs> yeah. In our recording studio. So yeah, our. Uh, he was our second round draft pick, but our first. Just draft pick, an explosive and, receiver, and 
perfect for this offense and he's got a lingering toe issue and it's like great you're missing you missed mini camps now you're not here at the beginning now they can take him off the pup at any time but it's still not what you want to see yeah and well great it just immediately makes you think well you're not gonna have him where he should be at the start of the season so now who's gonna step up to be because he was in the mix to be that third guy yeah you, yes you're thinking oh it could be swain or whatever but you're you're hoping it's the rookie that they drafted who has all you know you watch the tape and you just think and then you hear that shane waldron wanted him so you're like oh you want him to be 100 percent and ready and he's already dinged up now we kind of talked about this too dk started off his seahawk career hurt also and he's been just fine so so, I mean, maybe we should totally freak out about it. It's maybe just... Seattle's starting a new trend with their rookie receivers. <laughs> right? So instead exactly. of them never getting out, it seems like, maybe they have the down, they overcome adversity. There we go. And they see the field and we got some gems. Uh, hey, I'm down, totally down for that. Shoot. But yeah, I think the only reason it worries me and, and, and you know, a lot of people is because we don't and we haven't had a third receiver. And so you're like, who's, you just really want somebody to step up and take it. And most of the guys, I mean, Swain's only in his second year, but Ursua's been here. This is his third year, right? <laughs> Penny Hart, it's not that he's been that, here. That's for who a I was going to bring up because that was the other guy a lot of people have been talking about to start. But it's not like he's not been in the league. So I don't have confidence that he's going to do anything i mean look if he does it i'm all for it i'm just saying i'm confidence in it it's not like he's a rookie he's in like his third or fourth year so you know my hope is in swain and eskridge Mm -hmm. but that's just me personally but yeah hopefully somebody just takes that job and they just run with it you know and we're just like Yes, we found our guy. And, and I mean, I want somebody to be so good that people start. And look, I, I'm, I'm just saying I want this conversation. I don't want this actually to happen. But I want somebody to be so good that people start going, do we re-sign Lockett? Because we got this guy. Uh-huh. You know, you want that embarrassment of riches. Right. You know, I don't. I want Lockett Obviously, here. you want to keep Lockett. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I just want somebody to You're be like, so oh, this good. guy's like on his level. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, you want everything the best it can be. And I do think that the potential's there on every level of the team. Secondary, defensive line, linebackers, you know, the offensive line. I, I mean, receiver is probably the one where I don't know. I guess that's the only one. Because running back... I mean, I guess you could say running back too, just because of the injuries. You know what you got in Carson, and you even... You kind of know what you got in Penny. We've seen some great things from Penny. It's just he hasn't been healthy. So you know that it's there. It's just stay healthy, right? But the receivers, after DK and Lockett, you have no idea. So, yeah. And I mean, I guess you could say tight end, but I'm not really concerned about tight end. I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah, I think Everett should be good. Yeah, and I think Disley's going to be a lot better this year, you know. We'll see if Colby gets involved somehow. 
yeah, I mean, you know, Disley's first couple of years, he, he was really good, but then he got hurt, right? Then last year was kind of a stay healthy, get through the season. And, you know, then they got their issues and everything like that. And so he was kind of in there blocking a lot. And same with Olsen, you know, when like Shell went down and stuff like that. And so it just, but this year, again, it's all basically, you know, you're hoping for no injuries, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if the line stays healthy, especially if the line stays healthy, then the tight end should have really good seasons. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's just exciting to be talking football. You know, you got Aaron Rodgers reported yeah. know, around the league and, and he, uh, you know, had his little press conference where he was very honest about everything and and it was great well, look, I, re- I respected it I, yeah i liked it a lot and i'm not an aaron Rodgers fan or anything like that but nah. i liked it a lot but i i didn't like people afterwards saying like oh it was so refreshing to have this honesty and i wish we had it all the time and i'm like bs that is you guys are so full of it because if a third year player said the things that he said people would rip him to no end like only veterans can do that. Yeah. You better be in the league a decade before you're allowed to do that. And and I'm not saying like I think you shouldn't be allowed to. I'm saying that that's what's going to happen. Everybody is going to jump on that person no matter how much truth there is to it. They're going to be like, "What do you know? You've barely been around." Look mm-hmm. what, you know, so with again with Rogers like you know he talked about I've been in the league this long I know how locker rooms work I, you know it exactly he wasn't saying it in a way like I know you know everything just because I'm super talented he's like I've been around this league and and with this team for what 16 years something like something that like, you know so so yeah I'm fine with that but I don't think that people are being honest when they're like oh it's so great to have people you know be so uh it was so refreshing to see him be so honest i'm like yeah okay if you know well cam newton's a veteran but if cam newton came out and was that honest everybody would rip him Mm -hmm. so you know i just don't think that people should be saying those things because it's you're not you're not being truthful you need to make sure you're uh before you say that you you recognize that if you know Zach Wilson said those same things, you'd be like, what? So not everybody can be honest that way. Let's be honest about that. Any other news? Anybody get hurt? Uh, I didn't really take note of anything serious around the NFL. I couldn't find, I didn't find anything. Any Nothing. like huge update or anything like that. It's just training camps are getting underway. Everybody's pumped. And- Oh, well, we got like all the COVID stuff. You got, uh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, you got the Ron Rivera stuff where he's disappointed. Oh, did you see? In his team. Did you hear about, like, did you see was what TJ Ward said? Yeah. He's oh, my idiot. God. I was like, what in the world? He is an I think, idiot. did I screenshot it? I saw it and I was like, what? Okay, I have to hang on to this because this is absolutely ridiculous. Did you, <laughs> the Vikings? Where was it? <clears throat> Their rookie quarterback, Kellen Mund, tested positive for COVID. Really? Well, you know, I don't know if it says in here. I'm not going to go and read it. I mean, you do wonder how many of these people are vaccinated. And this goes back to what I've talked about before. It's like, and look, again, you got everybody makes their own decisions. I'm not saying everybody needs to go 
do this. I'm, you know, get vaccinated or whatever. I'm saying everybody needs to be smart. Mm-hmm. And and I'm also and I say it because I want sports and I want life back to normal. And the only way it's gonna really truly get there is if people do the things that you know they're suggesting they do. So keep that in mind. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying if you want sports and you don't want it interrupted and you're mad at the NFL for all their rules, well, you should be mad at these players for not doing what they should be doing. So if they get vaccinated. But then they don't wear masks and they go and do everything that they want to do like nothing's wrong because they're vaccinated. And it's like, yeah, but you can still get it. So you should mm-hmm. still wear a mask when you're around a bunch of people. You don't you don't have to worry about if you're just at home or you're around. I mean, I guess she's kind of still have to worry about around vaccinated people. But, you know, just try not to be around a ton of people. And if you are, you know, just do all the things they said, you know, social distance, wash your hands, do it just... Do all that stuff so that way you don't come to camp, test positive, have to sit out, possibly, you know, get somebody else, uh, I was going to say infected. Jeez. <laughs> Exposed. Infected with COVID. <laughs> you know, and so then they don't Had have to, make to it cancel sound even games worse than or, or it ruins your fantasy team or it just ruins your team in general. I mean, That's going to be another thing look, about fantasy too. <laughs> Well, I mean, dealt with it last year, right? Because uh, Lamar Jackson tests positive. Oh, again. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, like I said, I'm just saying, like, you you can be totally against all that stuff, right? You, you hate it all, but it's the way it is. And if we want uninterrupted football, then these guys all need to follow the rules and and be smart. And if they don't want to or they're too mad about it, well, then I guess don't play. I mean, I don't know. Hey, you can still do what you want to do. It's just going to cost, it's possibly going to cost your team, your teammates and just everything. So, you know, it's just, it's an annoying conversation. It really is, but it's just what it is now, right? Yeah. You got to talk about it. It's, it's part of the NFL. It's part of the sports world and the landscape. And so, you know, like I said, I just think, I'm, I just get mad at players when they test positive and then they end up getting quarantined for two weeks and miss games. I'm like, well, what were you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, there are false positives, though. Because I saw... That's happened. I saw Lamar that happened Jackson. last year. Well, the, the Lamar Jackson one, when I read... I just read the beginning, but it said he had several negatives before he got the positive. And so, so first I was thinking, how many times did you test him? Did you test him like seven times before <laughs> practice? Like, or was it just in... It's like every like room you enter and there's like a test set up right next to the right. door or something. They're like, okay, now you need to get tested again. You walked four feet, you know? And so, yeah, I understand that too. But I just think you got to take every... Just take every precaution, especially in these, you know scenarios these athletes and all these these people who are in industries these entertainment industries Mm -hmm. because we as the you know consumer we want to see it we want to enjoy it we want to consume we don't want these pauses or you know players missing games we want everything at at its best that's only going to be that way if people stop just i don't know i I was gonna say stop doing what they want to do what, what does Loki say? 
you know, <laughs> you gotta, you, you want to be ruled. <laughs> <laughs> Humans want to be ruled, you know, I'm, it's not true, obviously, but, but it's just funny. Anyways, I guess we're done with football. Up next. That does it for NFL. NBA talk. Over to the NBA, and just the other day, they held the annual NBA draft. They didn't do that annually? They they do that annually. What? No. Dates may vary, but you know what happens every year. (laughs) I just love how you added that. You're like, they held their annual uh, NBA draft. Like, oh, really? Annual? Yeah, Yeah, they they added it this year. (laughs) <laughs> Never before seen. The things that make me laugh. So that's how the draft works. <clears throat> so yeah, you go through the the draft started. The first three picks, they were pretty much, I think, what most people have projected. So the Detroit Pistons, they selected Cade Cunningham. Number one, he was the basically the consensus guy amongst basically anybody you would ask so like <laughs> so we watched a bunch of draft stuff like right before the draft mm-hmm. and then they didn't show an interview or at least you know i didn't see one with Cade, but we saw one with jalen brown and after brown that, i mean green wrong I color know. i know they, <laughs> they during both... the draft they kept talking about jalen brown though. yeah <laughs> but uh jalen green and i you know I, I said to you why isn't he the guy, he's the guy I would pick after everything. I that agree. I saw, everything that I saw in the highlights, everything that I heard about what they talked about him, everything that he said about how he wants to be, you know, a guy who brings a defensive intensity and is focused on the defense. I'm like, if you're a guy who can already score the way he can, but you're going to make defense a big priority, I that's who I want on my team. Mm-hmm. So anyway, J- Jalen Green's my dude. So I-, I loved hearing him say that stuff. Jalen Green went number two. He's going over to the Houston Rockets, playing with the Christian Wood, Kevin Porter Jr. They got a young core there, putting together. Well, and in they Texas. got they got more guys in the draft. Yeah. And then at number three, Cleveland selected Evan Mobley, the premier big man of this draft class out of USC. Needed a interior presence, you know, especially with, you know, how they've kind of stacked up on guards in recent years with the likes of Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. They wanted, or they needed, I should say, a big man to fit down there, you know, with those guys. If they're going to keep both of them, I heard, like, stuff, maybe Sexton might not be in Cleveland much longer. <laughs> so. They're getting rid of him already, huh? Yeah. The fourth pick is where things got a little bit interesting. A lot of. You know, Mox, you know, you looked at Toronto, Kyle Lowry is a free agent, and there's a lot of speculation that he's not returning. So like, okay, well, look, there's a certain point guard. You got Jalen Suggs coming out of Gonzaga. He had a huge season, made the tournament finals, March Madness. And then the Raptors instead drafted a wing player. They drafted Scotty Barnes. 
which it was a very interesting pick. Not a lot of people were. Maybe Lowry is coming back. Because <clears throat> I was potentially. just going to say, man, something stuck in my throat. Um, I do think it's weird that he wouldn't want to be back. I mean, I guess I, I'm not Well, I mean, saying... is it he doesn't want to be back or they just don't want him back? Well, that's what I was wondering. Like you said, oh, there's, you know, there's speculation that he's not going to be back. So That I, I'm not sure of. I figured that it was him. But if it's them, then yeah, then definitely. Why didn't they draft Suggs? But if it's him and they're just trying to convince him, then you know maybe that's why they did that. But I, mm-hmm. I would feel weird if he's trying to go. I mean, they stuck with him. I mean, remember, he was getting killed by a lot of fans and media until they won. Yeah. Even when they won, there were people, you know, kind of... You know, of, because he, the, most of the talks about Kawhi when they won and, like, praise and stuff. Exactly. So. But you won there. I mean... You're pretty beloved there, I would I would assume. Yeah. Especially after they won. Like, and why not stay there as long as you can? Why go somewhere else, open yourself up to all that, and then and also maybe not even win again? Yeah, you, right. you're probably not gonna win again in Toronto, but it's okay. You already won. Mm-hmm. Like you're not Kyle Lowry ain't going down as one of the greatest of all time. It doesn't matter if he goes somewhere else and wins another ring. You know, mm-hmm. maybe to him, maybe that's just what he really yeah. wants. And that's fine. I just, I, I just really have that's a fair. lot of respect for the guys that stay in one place for as long as they can. Like if the team doesn't want him, then I totally get it. But like, if it's your choice. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he goes back, but we'll see. Yeah. And then that Jalen Suggs guy, he ended up getting pit by the magic, which that was more interesting. Cause they have, you know, we talked about the Magic, and they obviously they have Marco Fultz, but they have multiple young point guards. They have him, they have Cole Anthony, who they picked. I think he was a lottery pick. I don't remember for sure. And they also acquired a RJ Hampton, I believe, who was originally in Denver. So then they add Jalen Suggs to the mix, and it's like, huh? That's kind I of. I would assume you're going to get some sort of trade. Yeah, probably someone's going to have to be on the move, or a couple people. Maybe they package like. I, don't know, I would I would assume package Hampton and Cole, or they're just doing the Pistons thing where you get a bunch of people at one position and yeah, just, there you go, and see what happens and end up with a <laughs> number one pick, maybe. But yeah, those were like the a lot of like big stuff in the early stages. Another one was a uh, Jonathan Kaminga going to the Warriors, so that could be a. Kuminga seems to be a lot of people a uh, high risk, high reward type of prospect. Yeah, so they got nothing to so, lose necessarily. Yeah, and it's like it's the Warriors, so you know, it's like yeah, that makes sense. Like they would be the team to take a chance on that if they if they hang on to him or not. Maybe they they move him. Yeah. We and then see. one thing I thought was interesting was the Pistons also got Luca Garza from. Iowa he was the center who won I think he was just the national player of the year this past season and it was really weird to me that he wasn't that highly regarded because like a lot of the college headlines that I had seen throughout the season was about him and like how well he was performing and like I think he led them to the NCAA tournament and everything and yeah, so I thought it was very strange. Like, 
what just because like he he played all four years yeah and i think so i'm like like, is like is that it did that really drop him to he was the 52nd pick i'm like that dropped him that low what's that and is is he a typical center is he you know an old school type of center like is he a low post and you know that's just not the game anymore you know like Mm -hmm. obviously for me i like that kind of a player i like that you know i like guys banging down low and and just doing that you know having low post moves in a low post game like i miss that a lot with about the nba now I kind of like the inside out game instead of outside in. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know too much about him. So I don't know. But let, I'm rooting for if he is that kind of a center in old school, I'm always going to root for those guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bring that back because I really do think that guys who excel. I mean, look, we go to, you know, Jokic and you go to um, Embiid. They're like the premier centers in the league, right? Yeah. But look at what they average and the things they do and the impact that they have because they're that good. And there's not other guys who are anywhere in their league when it comes, they can't guard them. They don't do enough to make them work too hard on the defensive end. Mm -hmm. So they excel and their teams do, you know, their teams do good. They make it to the playoffs. I know they haven't won anything, but they, at least from Denver's standpoint, they need a little bit more help. You could say yeah. Embiid had everything this last season, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll see what happens next. True year. that. Anyway, sorry. And then, like, last couple little draft notes. Blazers, you know, we're interested in the Trailblazers. We like that team. Uh, they acquired, they didn't draft him, they did it via trade. They got Greg Brown. From I believe he played at Texas. He's a he's a big man. I believe power forward is where he plays. And okay. the main note I could say about him is he can dunk. <laughs> but that's all I really know about him. <laughs> so I'd have to watch him more. All I know he's is he a can dunker. He's a great dunker. So I mean that could be fun. Uh, Rockets also drafted a Josh Christopher. I just like that because. Him and Jalen Green were like a really fun duo in like high school. So I remember like watching some of their highlights and now they're back together on the rocket. So I just thought that was pretty cool. Nice. And then the other notable NBA news was the <laughs> trade that went down that a lot of people were happy about. I don't think they should be. Yeah. But the Los Angeles Lakers me. traded for Russell Westbrook. They okay. traded away Kyle Kuzma, KCP, Montrezl Harrell, and the first-round pick from the draft this past night. And I, I think there is more involved, but that's, that's the main stuff. So when you know you kind of told me about it, I was just kind of like, oh, I'll wait until I know that it's confirmed type deal. And then I didn't even – I didn't give it much thought. It was the next day I remembered about it. And I was like, oh, let me go check. And then I saw that it basically was all confirmed. And somebody put up a picture on Twitter of it. It said, this is how the Lakers guarded Westbrook <laughs> in the playoffs. LeBron was like 10 feet away from him. And he's at the three-point line shooting. And no one's even thinking about yep, closing I remember out. that. And they're like, and this is the guy you traded for? I'm like, yeah, it doesn't make. Now, I just said playing inside out, right? So you got, you know, Westbrook. <laughs> 
driving to the basket and kicking out and stuff like that. But you need shooters. You they've needed shooters. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't understand. You could have we were just talking about Kyle Lowry. Why didn't you try to see about getting him? Why did you why didn't you wait and see about Chris Paul? You know, like why what about Lillard? I mean, everybody Lillard can shoot. Even if it's not a high profile guy, there was like rumors about them interested in Buddy Healed. I'm like, why didn't you trade for him? Oh yeah, that'd oh, be a way better fit. That's right. I saw that too, and I thought, oh, that would be like. Great. I saw that. I'm like, oh, like someone that would really work for them. No, I guess that could still possibly happen somehow. I don't know how because I don't now know, it, <laughs> I don't know what tradable assets they have. I was saying, seemed like they traded. They all traded a assets. lot for Westbrook and for whatever reason. It's just one of those things that I just I don't understand. It's like so now you've got this big three. You know scenario that you like you said <laughs> they, a lot of they people. Won't, I won't be calling them a big three. I'll tell you that right now. Westbrook does not well, get in there be, for me. They're going to be considered a big three. Whether people will consider a big three, I won't. Right, and they'll be considered a big three because I mean, regardless of what we think of him or you know, and you know my feelings on Anthony Davis is, but they're they're th- those are three Hall of Famers. So you've got three Hall of Famers. Yeah, he'll he'll make it. So they're going to be called a big three but they're going to fail (laughs) like i do not see i well okay hold on let i guess we got to wait and see if they get any shooters free agents if they get a bunch of free agent shooters then i will revisit this and go okay now lebron can pass it's not I know Westbrook gets a lot of assists, but I don't necessarily think he's a great That doesn't passer. mean he's a great playmaker and everything. Right, but I do think he can find some guys. And so, and I don't think he will be completely selfish out there because he's going to have, like you're going to see a lot of fast breaks and a lot of alley-oop dunks and you're going to see. It'll be fun. Yeah, a lot of stuff, but you're not going to see great shooting, especially as how they're built right now. So if they do not get shooters, that there's no way they're going to win. Now, I would love to see a team just constantly attack the hoop and, and see what happens, but I don't believe they'll do that. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. If I thought that Anthony Davis was just going to stay down low and bang and LeBron was going to just kind of basically transform himself into a powerful... Remember in Miami where he learned how to play down low? Yeah. So he was down there a lot. He needs to really go back to that. Go back to that. And then, you know, Westbrook attacking the rim and, you know, try to just go get twos and try to, you know, hope that the other team doesn't drain 23s. I think, I do think you can win that way. The problem is, is teams don't do that. They always start chucking up threes. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you're not built that way, don't do it. Yeah. Don't give in. Stick to your plan. Bang, bang, bang down low. Get to the hoop, get to the hoop, draw fouls, get to the free throw line, get your three-point plays that way. Yeah. You know? So, but again, I don't think they'll do that. So <laughs> I exactly. just don't I just don't see it working. Uh, yep. I was already, you know, as you know, LeBron be my guy and stuff. I I've already been kind of just preparing myself just to be like, I'm just watching him. At the end of his career, like I, I'm accepting where he's at and everything. I was still paying attention to see if they got someone where I'm like, okay, maybe he still got a chance this year. And then this move happened. And I'm like, nope. All right, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just watching for the highlights and everything. 
just for good times and stuff, you know. I just read that the Lakers are interested in signing Melo. Yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> and uh, it's like they're just the, gonna... the elderly Lakers. <laughs> right. And that's not going to help like, your defense at all. Uh, no, no it's but not. But that's the other thing. Westbrook isn't a good defender. <laughs> LeBron, look, sorry. LeBron isn't a good defender anymore. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure some people will say, he hasn't been a good defender in years. No, exactly. I mean, I'm not saying that he was, but he's not a good defender anymore. He doesn't even necessarily try. <laughs> yeah, as much. And so. Like maybe like here and there, you know. So, yeah, I, yeah, I just don't see how this team could win and how mellow would help them to win like it's just oh it i just i don't get it i don't get it but hey well it is what it is lebron got his uh he got a la ring i will say and uh i hate the lakers so (laughs) i know you're 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 cool with it be fun to watch them just self-destruct it's like well oh well it's just it's not gonna be meant to be for la does not look that way anything else NBA wise? No, I don't got anything else. All right, up next, pro wrestling. Everybody's favorite. All right, just going to start out with this since it's fresh in our minds. It was news earlier today. So let's just get right into it. (laughs) WWE revealed this morning that they have let go of all people somehow. Bray Wyatt, the fiend. Is no longer in the company. Wow. Yeah, I mean it's shocking. Like I said to you, I it, it I feel like it had to be more personal kind of issues. Maybe it yeah. had something to do with, you know, um, Luke Harper. I know that's not his name. I forgot what his name was. Sorry. Brody. Brody Lee. That's not a, John. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who his real name? Yeah. Uh, him passing away like maybe he's just really been struggling since that happened and you know oh and maybe not i mean it is wwe so it could just be creative differences and he was just tired of what they were doing to his things his creations and you know we've talked about it why did they give alexa bray's thing you know that is and (laughs) and i know like that is something that just pretty crazy i'm like they they literally just took this man's gimmick just pass it to someone else and was like eh, we don't want you anymore but it's not see you know some people i saw some people saying that and i'm like yeah it's not necessarily that simple like right cause, right because he was there when she started doing the gimmick so they were like together and stuff like that you know doing it so i don't People are kind of there's people who are blaming Alexa Bliss or they're yeah I know her. I saw that and, and I'm, I'm like, like why down it's not her fault. this was the same thing with the the Jimmy Uso situation that happened and a bunch of people started getting on Naomi about it and I was like what is wrong with you guys <laughs> yeah it's not, not her fault so like, I mean come look, on, man I'm hoping that she doesn't do any more Firefly Funhouse stuff. I hope that she's done with that because of this. I think you know yeah. you have to just get rid of it all. Yeah, just somehow set up her getting back to normal somehow. Like you, you got to do that. Yeah, now. maybe you just knock her off TV. I mean, I guess it's hard because you had that stuff. Well, it's not hard. <laughs> you have the stuff going on with Eva Marie, but <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> would care that much if they just ended that storyline. Just do something like they jump her in the playground or something and. I don't know. They 
get rid of Lily somehow. Yeah, exactly. Like they tear her apart or something, and then it's like that—that that takes away Alexa's new powers or what powers or whatever it is. Yeah, just just. And then it. she comes back normal the because, next week or a few weeks later. Yeah, because you don't need that. It's already bad enough that this happened. And again, you don't really know the reasons. They, I mean, I know that they're saying budget cuts, but everybody knows that's not the reason. <laughs> you know, that, that can't so, be. No, it's not the reason. I, I heard so, that. I'm like, no. That's that can't be it. No, they're making a lot of money. Because that's just too ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's not the reason. They made a lot of money off of Bray. So there's no way budget cuts are the reason. He's his shirt sell, his merch sells, you know, that belt was selling, you know. <laughs> you the have a you belt. have a fiend shirt. Mm-hmm. No, and no, and you have a you have the other shirt too, the just the regular Bray yeah, I, with yeah. the chainsaw and all that stuff. So uh yeah, I mean, I'm, I got that shirt like before he actually came out as the fiend. Yep. Like he had an yeah, officially you got that at stomping ground. Uh huh. And he was still just doing the the vignettes. Yeah. And I got that, and then he came out as the fiend, and then later on after that, I got the shirt. Yes, I mean he. Yeah, it's a we know it's uh, nothing to do with budget cuts, but you don't really know what it is, and that's why I think that you you definitely have to get. Alexa off of that gimmick because if you continue that gimmick then that's what it's gonna look like it's gonna look like oh we just took his idea oh they're about to be in Chicago too they're gonna let him hear it oh yeah I mean hey like you know how the Chicago crowd is but from Bray's perspective it could be great for numerous reasons if Mm -hmm. his if he is okay personally like that's that's first first and foremost because like I said I Maybe that's the reason. And so as, if he's not okay personally, then then get yourself right. And yep. then and don't even worry about wrestling at all. But if it's not that and it's all creative stuff, then, oh, it's going to be awesome to see him come back and see what things he can do somewhere else and, you know, them let him have that creative freedom. But you also wonder what he would do. Like I said to you, like, I want to see him come out and bear, bear with me. <laughs> I want to see him come out as as Wyndham Rotunda in a vest and some trunks and short hair and shaved like he looked when he was Husky Harris. Just come oh, out man. looking like completely different than what we've seen him the last, you know, however long it's been. And just really have people thrown off because they're all going to be like, this is what, what I expected. Everybody's going to either be expecting something totally new and inventive. Or they're going to expect him to be looking like Wyatt Family Bray. Like looking that way and talking that way and cutting those promos and seeing. Because everybody wanted that to be huge. Because yeah. it was awesome. And WWE dropped the ball on that, with that. So so everybody's going to expect one of those things. <laughs> but I want to see him come out totally different than what everybody's thinking. Kind of just like when he, we very first saw him. And then see him and, you know, evolve to something else. Or maybe just you get something totally different. Like, that's the new creative thing. He's like, oh, I always wanted to do this. And it's not, again, it's not what anybody expected. But let's see what happens with it. Yeah. And plus, I just want the reaction. I want to see. (laughs) Nobody's going to even recognize him. They should have him come out and just multiple camera shots on people's faces. Yeah. In the audience. And they're all just like, what in the world? 
Yeah, and then just, yeah, and then That'd just the internet explosion and everybody, you know, like, what is this? That I would thought, be hilarious. I thought we were gonna see this. I know now. I mean, I I said it, and now I can't get out of my head. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> you have a whole like creative pitch, right? You should you should you should call him up and be like, I got this great idea for you. <laughs> Maybe I should see if he wants to come on the pod. But boom, he's first, our first guest. First guest. It'll never happen. Nobody wants to come on this pod. That'd be. <laughs> we're zero for one. So far. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully everything works out. And, yeah, WWE, you're just like, what are you doing? I don't. I try to, you know, look at it like they've got a plan. Because they've they've always ended up coming out on top, whether I liked it or not. <laughs> I didn't want them to come out on top in the Monday Night Wars. I like WCW. But, you know, they always do figure it out. So, you know, I've said to you numerous times when things have happened, like, just wait. You just got to be patient. You just got to see. But, man, every time something happens, it's hard. just like, are they going to go to business? <laughs> yeah. Now, granted, I mean, their earnings came out and they're doing good. I'm going to say, I mean, from a money perspective, you would look at it and be like, ah, well, I mean, they're fine. So. And that's one of those problems, right? You're like, if yeah, because they see making... that and they'll be like, "Well, we must be doing something, right?" So they're going to keep going. Exactly. Meanwhile, and they're going to keep doing. They're this letting go of stuff. these guys who were going to show up in AEW. So this is why, you know, the Punk AEW the... was about to. Yeah, if Punk Man. and Daniel Bryan show up, and then possibly, you know, we're just going to keep calling him Bray until he is is something a new else. name, you know. And he shows if he shows up there too, like. I mean, their business is really going to, I mean, it's already been gaining steam. Like it took mm -hmm. them a little bit, but then once they really started to gain steam, like it seemed, it seems to steady improve by like a hundred thousand every now, week. Now we're seeing what, two weeks in a row with 1.1 million viewers. And then like the week before that first week, 1 million viewers, like they're doing really good right now. Yeah. And just think when, if, and when punk shows up, especially you know that's gonna i mean that could like you tell you a lot of people talked about it, like okay you know they're on a good run you know if or when will they be are they going to be up there with you know one of the main roster data are well, they going to be on that WWE level do viewer like what's the smackdown and Raw? do you know smackdown is still kind of around like two million i think maybe like a little bit under raw Maybe like the 1.6, 1.7 range. And so that's what I was just going to say. I truly believe that if Punk shows up either at the pay-per-view or on the, on the next Dynamite, that they're going to jump up probably about half a million viewers. Mm -hmm. No matter what, no matter people's, some people say, you know, nobody wants to see him. There's going to be people who say that, but people are going to turn the channel there. WWE fans who might not even watch Dynamite, if they look on Twitter and, and it's trending that Punk showed up and, you know, they can change the channel to Dynamite real quick, they're going to. If they hear about he showed up at the pay-per-view and he's going to be on the next Dynamite, they're going to watch that next Dynamite because yep. they loved Punk in WWE. So their viewership is going to go way up. And it might not stick, but it's going to happen. If they tie or beat Raw for one week... <laughs> Even if it's just for one week, that's going to be so huge. But I don't think it would be just for one week. That's kind of my point. Like if that happens, then WWE is really going to have to 
truly make some changes. And by changes, it's not, not by even... releasing a ton of talent and stuff. Yeah, it's about <laughs> making your stories better and letting them wrestle and letting them be a little bit more creative on with the their characters. And, yep, with their characters and in the ring. Like, don't don't you know put them in this box to where they only can do 10 moves like let them do some more of this stuff i understand you don't want guys to get hurt i do but you gotta give the especially if you know they're good safe workers then let yeah, them do especially that let them especially do that so you know we'll see what happens but this things are getting crazy with pro wrestling right now oh yeah I mean, isn't it great, though? It's awesome. <laughs> I love Even it. Even though you don't like to see, you know, I, I mean, a lot of people like to see WWE, you know. Yeah, because I, I want to see but WWE just, do good. Yeah, I just want to see great wrestling. And I want to see. I, I try to enjoy it as, as much as I can. You know, that being said, you know, that doesn't always happen. But I try. Yeah. And then I do the same thing with AEW, and that's normally really good. Same with NXT. I'll, I'll throw SmackDown in there, too. Yeah, all right. Speaking of SmackDown and Raw, I'll talk about like a few notes from the the main roster. It's mainly just matches announced and then one appearing. So starting off with Monday Night Raw, the Raw Women's Championship match has been made official for SummerSlam. They're going to hold a triple threat contest with Nikki A.S.H. defending her title against both charlotte flair and rhea ripley yeah we talked so we knew that was gonna happen we saw it coming you know when they were doing that stupid thing on raw i actually got to watch raw yes uh, due to the olympics they moved it to where it was like live for us you know at a earlier time you know before you had to you know do your stuff so you're able to catch some of it yeah and they were Thoughts? doing this dumb thing where what well, most of it was fine, but, you know, since I am pretty picky, I could not stand the number one contenders matches that they were doing. <laughs> like, you're doing a number yep. one contenders match against the champion? No, you do a number one contenders match against somebody else. You don't be like, oh, okay, if you can beat the champ, then you're number the number one contender. Now, I get it sometimes. Right. Sometimes you do that, and I understand it, but it's not an, something you do all the time. They, they did, did it what, three? Three times. Huh? Yeah. What is happening? And so when they did it with Charlotte and Nikki, oh I actually gosh. didn't realize that that's what they were doing because by that time I had gone to sleep. And you told me, no, it was a number one contenders match. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, I know it's going to be a triple threat. No, no, no. They announced a triple threat match before that. Oh, they did? Well, yeah, but I was still not out there. It was the be It was the beginning. Oh, I wasn't paying attention then. <laughs> yeah, it was the beginning of the then. show. They made it official, but then Charlotte's like, no, I demand a match with Nikki tonight, though, as well. And they're Why like, and then Nikki that. was like, okay, sure, I'll fight you. I must have and been then Charlotte pinned something. the champion because, of course, she did. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't. Even though I think when they put up a graphic, they still said contenders match for some reason. So I don't. Yeah, because that's what. I think I that saw, I think you probably saw that saw and you were graphic, like you just said yeah. that. Anyway. So I'm like, yeah, that's kind of confusing. Exactly. But whatever. Like just you don't gotta do those types of Raw's things. weird. Anyway. It is. And then over to the SmackDown side, they have made official the Roman Reigns and John Cena matchup for the Universal title, although they did it in like the weirdest way possible. 
I know. When you told me what happened, I was like, why? Why? You have Finn so, come out there? and Yeah, just, they announced uh, because of Finn confronting Roman the other week and Roman accepting his challenge, they're, they set up a contract signing. They're all there doing, they're, they're sitting there getting ready to sign it. And then Baron Corbin comes out of nowhere and jumps from Balor, like turns to the outside. And then he grabs a contract and looks like he's about to sign it. And then that's when Cena comes out. He attacks Corbin for the second time in this show, I should mention, because they did a little thing at the beginning of the show that was ridiculous, but a lot of people probably loved. So Cena takes out Corbin. I said to you, I said, he's only been back for, uh, you know, <laughs> what, two weeks, and I'm already done with him. I'm like, go back, go away again, please. He takes Corbin out. Cena signs a contract. So we are doing Roman versus Cena at SummerSlam. It is set in stone. Via contract. So, I mean, yeah. You knew the match was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, Why did they do it. it this way? I don't know. But, yeah, I don't think, you know. So, what? Whatever. Are we going to get Finn versus Corbin now? Probably. Which I actually yeah. don't necessarily have a problem I with. I don't mind. It's just. Why did we have to go this way to get that? I I don't know. Well, yeah, who knows? But whatever. And then on SmackDown, we finally got the return of Sasha Banks. The first time we've seen her since I think like the first SmackDown after Mania, she did like a little backstage segment, and then she was gone for the rest of the time until now. Uh, initially, Bianca Belair was being attacked by Zelina Vega and Carmella, so Sasha Banks made the save. And that set up a tag match for later in the show. I think it was the main event. So Sasha and Bianca win. They're celebrating whatever. Sasha attacks her, holds up the belt. So we're probably getting a rematch between them at SummerSlam. Which I'm totally okay with. I mean, I didn't miss her, so. <laughs> I mean, just, it just should be a good match. I, I, I don't really want them to have... Sasha makes a win this time around, though. I don't. I still want Bianca to win. I don't really want them to have a SummerSlam match, but I mean, it is what it is. You know, I was hoping you we were gonna get something new, and it's not new. And you, that's true. And it's not like they couldn't have been setting something up this whole time. They literally just were like, "No, we're gonna just do Sasha and Bianca at SummerSlam, so let's just waste time until Sasha's ready to come back." And I'm just like. I, I was just ready for for her to have a new opponent and a new program and I agree. And you give somebody else that spotlight and you know that that is one of the problems with WrestleMania and SummerSlam, though they are big events and usually they do deliver, but they're always trying to get their biggest names on. And sometimes it's like, yeah, that's great, but if we've already seen this, like again, like I've talked about before, we've seen Cena and Roman. That's true. And we've seen Sasha and Bianca. Yes, it was one of the best matches at WrestleMania. I mean, you, you could. You could argue. Like, if you said match. it was the best, I, I wouldn't argue. Yeah, exactly. But it was just at this last Mania. So, I yeah, I don't know. I just kind of feel like you could have just went somewhere else. I like to see. That's fair. Something, something new, but. Yeah, it, it'll it'll deliver. Sure it will. And then over to a uh, NXT, real quick. You have Make the quick. official 
<laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Official making of the NXT Championship match for TakeOver. It will indeed be Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe. Yep, yep. Joe is officially back as a wrestler. He'll be challenging Cross. Probably, I, I'm expecting him to beat Cross now that Cross is starting his run on Raw already. So Yeah, me too. And I'm, I'm glad that Joe's back to, you know, to get that belt because... I think you can Imagine keep it on him. Yeah, exactly. I think you can keep Ooh. it on him for a decent amount of time, but I also don't think he would have too big of a problem losing. I I don't want them to do what they do with them on the main roster, though. You remember my problem with, with Joe on the main roster. He would be amazing. You know? Oh, then he would like and lose his big get, matches? He, yeah, but he'd take one move. The Brock match. They would hit. One move, and it was not just Brock. It happened against Ricochet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, That's true. Right. That against, was just like the most memorable one. Yeah, it happened in to every me. big match. He would be just, you know, being Joe that everybody loves. I The Brock one really hurt. And then one move, and he gets pinned. And you're just like, what? He's such a beast, but he can't kick out of one finisher. He's like, he's like that fighter that can't take a punch. I'm like, give me a break. <laughs> yep. And it's so like, as long uh, as that doesn't happen. Then yeah, I mean I'm gonna be totally loving him. Like you said, he's most likely winning, being the champ and seeing, you know, you're gonna get Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole probably. Baby. You know, but, you know just these great matches. Well, I mean, maybe if Adam doesn't get moved up after takeover. Yeah. Someone that, yeah, I saw a suggestion true. that I thought was a pretty good idea because like like one of the complaints about like the Adam and Kyle stuff is like the the stipulations seem to go like backwards. Like, you start out with unsanctioned, and then it's a normal wrestling yeah, match. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. what are you going to do now? So someone suggested they do, like, a loser leaves the brand match. Ooh. I saw that. I'm like, oh, that would make a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. That puts some stakes back into it. I like and that. And it'll probably just be a normal match again, but it's like, oh. But then now you know it's like whoever loses, well, cough Adam Cole, and then is moving up, Kyle, probably. You can be talking about in your promos how you ended – Adam Cole on NXT. Like, yeah, you, and it's like, I, I proved of, him wrong after all got, he said. And, you know, I like that. Whoever said, you know, Adam was the undisputed era. Like, look what I just did without him, against him. I'm like, I like that, actually. I hope they do that. We'll because see. then the match, that would make the match even better. We shall see. And then Dakota Kai finally pulled the trigger and turned on Raquel Gonzalez. Yes, she did. And it looks like that's probably where we're headed for the TakeOver Women's title match. And that is awesome. I, I love it. I can't wait. It's what I was waiting for since Raquel got the title. Now, who wins? I'm not really sure. Uh, yeah. It's like, are they done with Raquel as champion already? Dude, do does the up? I was like, gonna say, does the is like is Vince looking into her? Is D Dakota looking to move up, maybe? Or that one's interesting because it's like, huh, I could I could see either or, to be yeah. honest. So that's gonna make that even better. Yeah, exactly. You don't really know. You could make a strong case. Usually, you know, you know, like, oh well, they're not gonna let this person win, or and, and then I'm sure a report will come out in like a week. Oh, yeah. About one of, because you know how people are on the reports and everything. Exactly. Something will come out. And be Always. like, well, <laughs> that ruined that. You can just not read them. 
That's true. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> Stay off the interweb, man. Can't help myself, man. <laughs> and the one thing I thought that was cool was uh, we saw the return of Rich Holland on NXT. He was gone for months after I, a uh, very scary injury. I almost said who, but I literally read the story. <laughs> <laughs> He had one of the one of the scariest injuries you'll see just in wrestling. It was really bad when it happened. So, you know, there's a lot of concern about how long he'd be out and you know, just if he would be able to come back, to be quite honest, at least for a minute. And yeah, he showed up on NXT this week. So really good to see him back welcome and hopefully back, we see him in the ring soon and that back. he's just kind of looking like his same old self, even better possibly so just just good for him sure congrats just mainly just because of how bad the injury was it was i don't know much uh, yeah it was terrible I mean, anybody coming back from an injury is awesome especially a bad one no matter no matter who yeah exactly i might not know him very much much about him but yeah and then Glad over good to AEW, a very interesting result that took place. They had the tag match between the Elite and the Dark Order, where if the Dark Order won, uh, Hangman and his crew would get shots at Kenny's world title, but also the tag titles. And the, the Elite, Kenny and them actually beat Hangman, which a lot of people lot weren't of people expecting have... based on how the story had been going. And... and a lot of people are mad about yeah, a lot of people aren't too happy with it. I I liked it. And you know because that Because I, I wasn't expecting it. Because we talked about this, like, you know, like I said, talk, talked about you know, watching they, Simon Miller on What Culture talk about it and how he was saying he thought that Hangman needs to lose in either his first match against Kenny or he shouldn't be getting the title yet. And I agreed. I thought, oh, man, you can just keep building this a little longer and make that pop. And that moment for Adam Page even bigger because that's what you want. You're creating, you want, you're trying to create a mega star, not a superstar. I mean, technically, they're all superstars, mm -hmm. right? At least in WWE, they're all. No, that's what they that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you want that mega star. And I, I truly believe that you, that it's not there yet. Mm -hmm. And I think they've realized that because now there's the report. I mean, it's from Meltzer, so who really knows how accurate it is. There's a report that he's not going to be in the, in the match at All Out. And I'm totally fine with it. Me too, because we all know who I want. <laughs> Christian. Christian. And it's a good sign, because later on in Dynamite, Christian had a match, and they kind of mentioned how, you know, like how that goes with Hangman not getting a title shot, is he vacates his contender spot in the rankings. And he was at the top, and Christian is like, you know, number two or number three. So he's around that area. So it's like was, he has yeah, a good chance of time. Yeah. Yeah. He so he jump. has a good chance of being that guy to take his place, taking that next title opportunity. So it's like, all right, we could be setting up Christian and Kenny here. And there's people who are, oh, I want to see that. And I'm like, are you guys crazy? Do you realize how good that match is going to be? I know. Be? That, was the, that was my immediate match when he showed up. I was like, give me these two in a ring. Like, I don't think Do you it. guys understand what you're in for with those two possibly Shh. fighting. 
And to get it already, and and I don't think like you know I've been saying I want Christian to be champion. I want him to. Yeah, be, yeah. I do want him to be the guy to beat Kenny, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think there's any chance Christian wins if they fight mm-hmm. at all out. I don't care. I want to see this match. Yep. But they could also, like I said to you, they could also just make it possibly for the Impact Championship. They could do some sort of stipulation where Christian they're like, back to Impact, where they're like, "We're not gonna." I'm, Kenny could say, "I'm not gonna," you know, give you a shot for the AEW title, but I'll put the Impact one. They could do something like that, you know. Like, they're so that's that is the cool thing about all the stuff that they do in the in the partnerships. Partnerships is they can. There's just so many options, and it might not even be, you know, Christian. That's another or... cool thing. They had, uh, you know, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I saw he that. showed up on it on Dynamite, just on screen, just talking about yep. how he wants the next shot at the U.S. title. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, yep. that's really cool. Even if it, you know, like the match isn't going to be on Dynamite, but I'm like, that's cool. They just let. He's a big star in New Japan. Like, he's a big name over there, and he just you know, appeared on Dynamite TV. Like, that's great. Yeah, exactly. You just, just roll with it, people. Like, again, you would figure with AEW, people would. Yeah, usually fans are better about that. But I mean, but I I was also telling you, like, with them reacting this way, that's also kind of a good thing, though. Without a lot of people are reacting with it. Yeah, because again, you get super passionate and emotional about these things. Yeah. Right? So then when it happens, it's that's for me when Christian finally, when he climbed the ladder, and he, I watch that, you know, every few weeks. I yeah. watch him climb. I watch the end of that ladder match and I watch him climb and get it. And it gets me every time. I'm like, I get a little choked up. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like, it meant so much to finally see him do it. Now, that was way too late like it should have happened right, right. way before and some people say we don't want Adam Page have to wait that long he's not gonna have to he's not gonna have to wait you know he's just decades. gonna have to wait maybe six more months maybe I don't, I'm not even saying it's that long but I, say prob- I would say probably not I was gonna say like full gear probably yeah, it's because I don't know when the pay-per-views are <laughs> I think full gear is around like November I think there you go boom November November December Exactly. And plus, and, like when I heard that and remembering full gear, I'm like, that actually makes more sense because of the history they have there with a lot of their story at full gear. Cause that's kind of what when you envisioned those two before fighting for the title, you kind of thought full gear before, you know, this stuff really got underway and all out being around the corner and the story and everything. So I'm like, go. full gear, like that's great, actually. There you go. So like that's I mean, another plus out of this. So we, and you know, we were just talking and kind of complaining about stuff at WWE. Like, and it's okay to complain about it, and and everybody wants to vent, but then you also need to take a step back. Like, I have no problem people venting. I vent all the time. I vent on this podcast, and then sometimes afterwards, I was just thinking about this the other day. I was thinking, some people probably think I'm just like very completely set in my ways. I'm like, I'm actually, I mean, I there, I am to an extent, but I'm also very <laughs> open. I will listen two people's opinions i will like i'll say things on here and i'll say you're an idiot <laughs> you know <laughs> but i will listen and i will you know and i'll hear your points and i'll say eh, you know and i might not agree but i'm totally down with you know hearing people out and having a debate about it and taking in info because there are 
different opinions. There, there really are, you know, so I'm totally fine with people, you know, your first reaction kind of be like, why would you do such a thing? But then kind of take a step back though. Let's mm -hmm. breathe, think about it and say, you know what? This could turn out to make it even better. And when you're not so invested, like me, I'm not so invested in, in Adam Page. It, he's mm -hmm. a guy that I'm getting more into, but I'm not yeah. like a guy who I was. I wasn't. Because I mean, it, it took you a minute to, you know, kind of. I wasn't seeing. You didn't like connect with him yet. Exactly. And then like now lately, you're kind of being like more. Oh, okay. And so because of that, I can sit back and say, no, they're, they really are doing it right. So yeah, just be patient. I yes, I guarantee it. When it happens, all the people who are mad now are going to be like, "This is so much better because of what they did." <laughs> like I like I can envision now and like just get a smile on my face because like just how great that would be. Like that's going to be awesome. You know, like even with him not being our all out, I'm like, you know, he's going to be the next AEW champion. Well, think about because like, it's only right. Well, even if he's not, look, I don't necessarily, okay. I do think that him beating Kenny makes it better. But if mm -hmm. you just want him to be champion, it doesn't really matter who he beats, right? As long as he's champion. But anyway, uh, I was going to say real quick, well, if I make anything quick. <laughs> and the other reason why it's good is not only are you making a megastar, but you're bringing more business, right? So you're bringing in Punk and you're bringing in yeah. and you're bringing all these guys and you're getting more viewers and more eyes on the product. So maybe they initially were going to let him be champion, but then when they got the confirmation that they were going to bring these guys in, they were like, wait, let's wait a minute because we're getting more viewers and we want them to see, you know, you you know, get your moment page. and so let's give it a little bit of time so by the time we get to full gear you can get more buys exactly it's just bigger and better for every oh man talking about it has given me chills <laughs> like AEW <A> <laughs> has something here exactly they're gonna have a great not just AEW moment in history but pro wrestling moment in history exactly it's gonna be one of those it's gonna be like a Wrestlemania moment not yes in, you know <laughs> not at WrestleMania. Like, not at WrestleMania. Like, imagine that. Oh, that's going to be unbelievable. Trust the process. Trust the process. <laughs> and, like, another note I thought it was funny was they, like, you know, they clearly did this all on purpose. They announced the second episode of Rampage, their new show coming up. They're going to head to the United Center in Chicago. So, obviously, you know, this is just after the rumors of Punk have started going rampant and everything. So, they announced it. They quickly go to camera shot to the crowd as they're chanting CM Punk as loud as they can. And then they cut to Darby Allen backstage. He gets asked about it. And like he just makes a statement. It's like, you know, AEW is the place to prove you're the greatest. You know, even if you think you're the best in the world, you know, just taking a quick uh, pun with that. I just thought that was funny. Yeah. But they did that. So everybody is like, oh, Punk has to be coming now. And it's like, even if he doesn't, it's just really funny that they did this. Stuff. <laughs> I see someone propose like, they go to, you know, All Out or maybe even Rampage. You know, they play like cult of personality. The crowd's going wild. They're on their feet. And then like MJF walks out or something. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like you want to get people to hate MJF? Yeah. Like you do that. Look, and I have told you that I'm not even a big fan of it, but mm -hmm. that would be probably the first thing. If they did that, I'd be like, I love that so much. <laughs> That'd be a great heel moment right there. Exactly. But yeah, that's... Pretty much what I got for pro wrestling this week. Cool. That's what went down. All right.
finish this off next segment with some MCU talk. All right. Not much necessarily to talk about, but one thing that I will spend a minute on. But first, I just mentioned the Hawkeye series got its Disney Plus series got its release date November 24th. Wednesday, November 24th. That is our next Disney Plus. Well, live action Disney Plus series because we got what if before that. Yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't look like the other series are going to come out this year. Uh, like Miss Marvel or She-Hulk, even though I believe She-Hulk's about to be done. Yes, I think they're almost wrapped on that. Or no, no, I think it said the end of August. Sorry. So they got like another month before they're wrapped. But Miss Marvel, I'm pretty sure is wrapped, but they must be waiting for a specific thing, you know, to happen in the MCU yeah. before mm-hmm. they event. do that show. Yeah, so that's my guess there. But Nexus event. There you go. So, yeah, that's the only like actual actual MCU news. The only the other thing I wanted to talk about was the Scarlett Johansson suing Disney. Yeah, we do gotta talk about that, huh? It just I am so annoyed by this, and I know there's gonna be so random. I know that Disney has a ton of money, and I know people say, "Oh, you know, they're greedy anyway, so they deserve it." But I'm like, why are you doing this? Like. It just makes no sense to me. It doesn't. And granted, I've I've watched Grace Randolph's Beyond the Trailer breakdown of it. She had a lot of really good points about it and what Scarlett Johansson is trying to do. Some people just think she's suing. Okay, so on the surface, it's like she's suing them because they put Black Widow on Disney Plus and they promised her it's just it was just supposed to be a theatrical release and she's not going to get her bonuses that she would get on the theatrical release, but she's still getting bonuses for it being on Disney plus. And she's already made like $20 million and that doesn't even include the Disney plus money. So, you know, so the people who kind of think that, you know, that's already taken care of. Like according to, you know, Grace Randolph, she wants money from Disney plus subscriber money like she's basically saying she pushed subscribers and i don't think that that's true at all you already had falcon winter soldier on there you already had wandavision you already had all these things i just think and and the fact that it could ruin streaming because if they if she wins the case then everybody who's ever been on a streaming show is gonna say well i push subscribers if you're on a top show if you're yeah if you're on a a hit yeah if you're on a hit you're gonna say well what about us and we want to cut and now streaming's either gonna go away or it's just not going to be good because they're not going to put good stuff on there or they're not going to pay. Okay. So, okay. They get paid pretty good for now. I, okay. I know in her case, they, that show wasn't, or that movie wasn't supposed to end up on Disney plus, but there was a pandemic, you know, and they still tried (laughs) and they, they pushed the movie back over a year. What a year and what? Three months. Something like that. Yeah. Two months, you know, like it's not like they didn't. And and if it got pushed back anymore, it would have took even more of a hit. Like I told you yes, when they pushed it back, the, 
you know, the first time like this might not be good, but when they push it back the second time, remember I was mad. I even kind of ranted on here and then I was kind of like, and I said, I might not watch it. And then came back the next week and was like, you know, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Just like I was just saying, you get emotional, you kind of, you rant about it. Then you think about it like, I'm watching the movie. Come on. It's Marvel and it's Black Widow. I'm watching. Yeah. You know, but you know, you you still made enough people mad and annoyed that they just decided that they didn't care that much. Plus, it was a, you know, it's a prequel, you know, not, you know, it took place in between other movies. It's not really moving the MCU forward. So there were people that didn't necessarily care anymore. They're, they just want, the only thing you're getting out of this is you're getting Yelena, right? Yeah. And I mean, yes, you got a little Valentina, uh, you know, cameo at the end there but with yelena exactly so and we already had a little scene with her and you could just look that stuff up online like you didn't have to go see this movie is basically the point and with the pushbacks you probably annoyed so if they would have pushed it back even more i think it would have hurt the box office even more so i really don't think that she has any legs to stand on here and and it's just kind of annoying anyway. You're just like, what are you complaining yeah. about? You got so much money. And again, you know, you're kind of, you know, if you're a Marvel, like just, just enjoy a Marvel stuff and paying attention to everything there. You, you watch Black Widow. You just finished up Loki. Everything's good. You're excited yeah. for what if, like, you know, the multiverse is, you know, really going in effect. And then like this news comes out and you're like, man, this is not the news I'm trying to see. Exactly. You're trying to see like, you know, you know, this show you know post-production rap or whatever it is (laughs) right you don't need this issue yeah and again it can affect things down the road if she were to win yeah now the next disney plus show what if okay so you know we got we just talked about hawkeye rap so let's say she wins and i i doubt it would even be done before hawkeye but let's just say it did let's say it's the quickest court case in history and she wins now, <laughs> now, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Tomorrow, they're like, she wins. It's done. <laughs> we agree. It's not that quick. November. Anyway. 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 Uh, so now, Jeremy Renner, or, you know, what's the what's the girl who's going to be capable? Haley? Haley. What's her last name? Seinfeld? Stein? Ste- or is it Stein? Yeah, I think it's Steinfeld. I don't think. I, I get her last name confused. Because of Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> Uh, let's say they said now they want that cut or now suddenly like, you know, Tom Hiddleston does or, you know, Elizabeth Olsen from, you know, WandaVision and Loki and stuff like that. What Then suddenly now the MCU gets changed again. You were all excited about these Disney Plus shows and now up oh, everything's messed up now. All because Scarlett Johansson is mad because they put it on Disney Plus and she wants her, her project. And I'm just like are you kidding me like and i know people are saying disney's so rich like okay but if you're they are rich and they are greedy and they are like a lot of rich greedy companies so now they're not going to give you what you want like look i just want to see these shows and i don't just like i was talking about you know the covid stuff in the nfl like I want my NFL, so don't ruin this for me. Like Scarlett Johansson, don't ruin this for me. (laughs) You know, like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I'm not sympathetic to your cause when you've already made 20 million on this movie and however many millions everywhere else. I know Disney's made a ton of money too. And 
I complain when I have to go pay for my Disneyland tickets. <laughs> I'm like, man, these prices are getting ridiculous. You're about, so, you're about to hit that button and you're like, Ugh. So I do get it. Buy money. But again, when you're just talking about two super rich, you know, a, a super rich company and a super rich actor or actress, I'm not sympathetic. <laughs> you know, then you got rumors that uh, Emma Stone might want to do the same thing from yep. from Cruella and Emily Blunt is considered. And so now it's reaching out, you know, Cruise, past just, right. you know, like MCU people and stuff. It's just, you know, fans of Disney and like these live action films that but are it, making and everything. It affects all of streaming, though. That's the thing that yeah, people exactly. have to remember. This will affect Prime Video. This will affect Netflix. This will affect Apple TV. Like, so you really got to think about that, too. But uh, The Rock already came out and said that he's not going to try to sue. Like, you know why? Because he made his 20 or $30 million already good. and he's good. You know, and he's going to get the Disney Plus money, you know. And that's honestly, like, shouldn't that be okay? Like, I, I don't know. From my perspective, that's the way I see it. And like I said, I don't want all this great Marvel content. When we were so excited about all this and this could mess it up. Like everything's been so great so far, just with all these shows and everything. Your character's gone. Just bow out. Especially <laughs> after you know 2020 being so rough for Marvel content. 2021 has been off to such a great start for everything, and now you're like, don't get us on the wrong track again. Exactly. Please. But you know, we'll see how it all works out, and you know, I don't wish any ill will on anyone. I just like don't mm -hmm. ruin this for me. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. Definitely something you got to keep an eye on. It's a, again, I, I compare it to the COVID stuff. It's like you have to keep an eye on who's <laughs> testing positive, and you're gonna get. Now you got to keep an eye on this. What is she gonna win, and how does it affect things down the road for streaming and for like you know MCU, but just streaming in general? Like, uh, just got to keep an eye on it. So. Mm hmm. And then on the down note, you know, let's just get everybody <laughs> worried about streaming in the MCU. You're welcome. That's what we do. And with that, thanks for tuning in to our multiverse. Once Peace again, out. another episode from us. Goodbye.